an hmm. obstetrician named John Howard, who seems to have been less than rigorous with his ex, uh, examinations, was convinced by her story. Yeah, you look to be probably pregnant. Yeah. Uh, next. next <laughs> yeah, you're you're pregnant, and that's definitely a rabbit. <laughs> What is up, everybody? You've just tuned in to the Tether Radio Podcast, the only podcast keeping you from spiraling out into the infinite abyss. I'm your host, Daniel, and this week, I'm joined by Miss Ellen. <laughs> Hi. Yes, I know. I only named one person because the other one has decided to sleep in. Yep. <laughs> Larry, I'm calling you out, bro. Um, no, uh, so we had to, uh, switch the podcast recording dates for whatever schedules and shit, uh, like life happens, believe it or not. And, uh, so we switched to a Saturday and apparently, uh, I guess Larry unknowingly burnt the town down last night <laughs> and, uh, he's just decided to, uh, to skip this bad boy. But, that sounds uh, about right. <laughs> but hey, guess what? That doesn't mean that this is going to be any less than an incredible episode. Number 225. Holy shit. Man. I can't believe we're up to 225. That's so That's kind of awesome. But um, So what I'm going to start off with was, dude, how was your Halloween? It was good. Did I tell you what my costume was going to be? Say it again, because I think you mentioned it. I was the Glam Reaper. No. Wait, so what did you do for it? I put on a whole lot of makeup. um, I love it. Oh, man. Big fake eyelashes, like uh, black lipstick with like red or like like ombre to red in the middle. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, huge fake nails. and uh, Like how long? I don't know, like like hereish, like inch and a half, something Maybe, like that. Yeah. yeah, they were uh, they were matte black, and the underside was glossy red, and they were. So, I was Ooh. like trying not to make these my whole personality. God, I love them. Those sound cool. They as were shit. really cool. I yeah. couldn't function with them, so I had to take them off before I typed on Monday. But yeah. um, <laughs> and then just like a sequiny skirt and like yeah. a black sheer top thing and uh, glitter combat boots. And glitter, com- wait, glitter. What color glitter? They're like like a rhinestone sort of. Oh, okay. so gotcha. They're they're fun as hell. Rock and roll, and then, dude. Uh, I glitter painted a scythe. It was hell fun. Yes. I had a good time with it. The glam reaper. I like it. I like it. I love That's it. good. I loved y'all's costumes. Though. They <laughs> cracked you. me up. Thank you. We we had to stick with the theme. Uh, for anybody that didn't see them. Um, so Finn absolutely wanted to be Willy Wonka this year, Perfect. and uh, he wanted Megan specifically to be an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> so I was like, all right, what other character is not just going to be like kind of a cop out? Like you could be like Grandpa Joe, sure. but it would have been kind of lame. Yeah. Everybody's like, why weren't you Mike TV? And I was like, so just a cowboy, like that would kind of yeah. be what that was. Or like Augustus Glute or whatever. Um a German kid? Like, that's what I would... So, I chose Violet Beauregard. So good. So, uh, yeah, I had one of those inflatable, like, blue costumes, and I, I went over to my folks' house uh, literally the day of Halloween, and... Uh, 
they they helped me out with it. So hey, kudos goes out to uh, my parents for for like you know helping me fly the freak flag. So uh, <laughs> and uh, be Violet Beauregard. So, but it was fun, man. Did you uh, did you go to any parties or anything? Yeah, um, Trey had a party, and I it was it was low key. It was good, like low key in a good way. I don't mean boring. Yeah, but just, no, low key is. I feel like it was good. I feel like as I get older, I'm like low key is what I seek out. So. I left around midnight, and and Mary texted me the next day, and she left at like four. I'm like, that's not. Oh my that's god, that's not for me, <laughs> dude. Somebody was talking. Somebody was talking to me about staying up until like two or three. That uh-uh. was like can't do it. A, a, a fellow father of two. Uh-uh. And I was like, what? I was like, dude, I don't understand how people stay up, like you said, past like midnight. Yeah. Midnight, I'm like, I was fading. Dying. Yeah. Yeah. And I barely drank and I was just like, oh, God, I got, I got to go to bed, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. My God. <sighs> not, well, not made um, for that. Dude, I, I feel you. I feel you. So uh, so we ended up having a uh, impromptu dance party in our driveway with yeah. like a bunch of neighborhood kids. Yeah. And it was just, dude, it was just like a fun time, you know? <laughs> like our neighbors uh, next to us who never, they barely talk to us. The ones with the cats or the Over other here, ones? Okay. Yeah. yeah. They barely talk to us. And she, uh, the, the wife brought their son over and like was letting him dance and stuff. And I was like, I don't know if this is weird or what, but like, I'm glad you guys are over here. Question mark. (laughs) But, uh, but man, it was, it was fun. It was a, it was a super fun Halloween. So yeah, it looked fun. It was cute. Uh, Uneventful in the sense of like you said, that it was like, yeah, it's like there weren't any fights. There weren't any like, you know, things weren't vandalized or whatever. So I have a, uh, folder is it full shelf on my goodreads called yeah. nothing much happens but like that, i usually mean that as a compliment like yeah sometimes there's a book that just has good character development and stuff and i'm like you know what's this book about nothing really but it's great so sometimes i'm like this book was supposed to be about something and it sucked but usually it's a compliment yeah, yeah. so so i would draw a parallel between that mm-hmm. in the book world mm-hmm. versus like I used to play this game called Farming Simulator yes. 19. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, well, what do you do? Well, you farm. You, you farm. That's and it. it's like super boring. Like but super it's like, low stakes. But you you feel like you're accomplishing something and it's like not that big of a deal if shit, you know, goes awry yeah. or whatever. And it was, dude, I'm telling you, it, it's like a Zen garden yeah. kind of thing that you got the little rake, you I know. I think that's why like, Farmville was such a hit because oh my like gosh, yeah. all you had to do was remember to harvest your raspberries because yeah. they ripen quickly. Like that was <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So good. No, I, I oh my God. It, the, the nothing much happens category. I'm all about that yeah. these days. So. Uh well cool man well let's let's get into the the meat and potatoes of episode two hundred and twenty five of the Tether Radio podcast. Uh, where do we want to start? Do you have anything? Uh... Um okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on Larry for a second and say Come. that I'm pulling a Larry and okay. going into this one totally blind but oh, okay the headline got me all right. Let's uh, do it. So it's it's a Daily Mail headline. So Hell yeah. Oh, so, so the, <laughs> well, the I would short... say the proof's in the pudding, but the pudding <laughs> is in the title. The so. <laughs> well, there's always like if you see the link 
like the shorter name of it on um you know how like the tab will have its title on it's the almost tab? like an rss feed kind yeah of it's thing, like shorter it's like, yeah. yeah or what it saves as oh, in yeah. pocket yes. is shorter yes so that title is two wives of dead iowa quote serial killer who murdered up to 70 women over three decades killed themselves okay so the longer headline <laughs> And then it says dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> the longer headline says revealed in all caps. Mm. Two wives of dead Iowa serial killer who murdered up to 70 women over three decades killed themselves before his death. One by strangling herself with an electrical cord and another another shot herself as FBI joins investigation. What? Why do we need to put the methods of both into the headline? Yeah. Also, I feel like journalism has kind of gotten away from listing the methods in general because I think that's sort of not off, encourages but gives people ideas. Kind of yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So I don't know, but even I, even giving like that, okay, I understand the shot herself, but like strangle yourself. Yeah. With an electrical cord? What? And it's not in quotes like they're saying maybe he did it and yeah. actually they're like, so, I don't know. Jesus. Um, All right. Let's do it. Donald Dean Studi, who died in 2013, has been accused of killing between 50 and 70 people on his Iowa property by his daughter, Lucy. Oh, it's wild that he did it on his own property. God, I wonder Jesus. how much property this guy owns. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. Okay, yeah. Um, of the people reportedly killed, many wondered if his two wives had been murdered. There it is. Okay. Ah. But police reports reveal that they killed themselves. One of the wives was by strangulation, another by gunshot wound. Um. Since the daughter's claims, her sister rejected those claims, saying that their father was strict, but not a serial killer. <laughs> she <laughs> vowed to restore his name. Th this, this has some like hardcore vibes of like the neighbors that they're like, I mean, he seemed like a super normal guy. Like he was kind of strict on his kids. Like he yeah. grounded them for little things, but, but I wouldn't think he was a serial no, killer. No, but like chopping them up and trying to dissolve their bodies in like chemical vats in the backyard, I just wouldn't paint seems, him as that kind of guy. No, that seems a little too far for Donald. No. <laughs> for Donald. <laughs> Um, so Lucy claims that she tried to tell someone about her father's antics when she was young, but no one would listen. Can you imagine being like, like say, say 12, 13. Yeah. And you're like, my dad has murdered at least 40 people so far that I know of. And they're like, dude, like, I know your dad's a tight ass, but like, yeah. that's a serious claim. You need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I know movies are really fun and they can be like right? super crazy to watch, but like, have Seriously. you been playing violent video games again? <laughs> Have you been playing play Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> You've got to quit killing sex workers. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus. Um, so now investigators are taking her claim seriously, and Fremont County Sheriff's Office confirmed that cadaver dogs alerted several spots on the property. Do you know anyone who Show went missing title. at the time? Show title. Which part? Cadaver dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I read about cadaver dogs all the time. But... <laughs> Seriously, Allie, don't, don't, don't tell us this. Don't no, tell I us just this. mean like they, they come up in a lot of true crime stuff. Okay, I was, I, was I, mean. like, I was like, wait, wait, where are you going with this? So. Um, so I don't know. I think a lot of people think that his two late wives were murdered by him, but um, the police say that they murdered, or murdered killed themselves. Yeah. Um, 
Lucy said she knew where the bodies were buried. She claimed her father for she claimed her father forced her and her siblings to dump bodies of women he killed into a hundred foot well on their farmland decades ago. She insisted she tried to tell people as a child, but people didn't listen to her. Dude, if you specifically said there are multiple bodies in the well, even if the kid was like a known fibber, would you not be like, that's a lot. I feel like we should at least get like a high power flashlight and take a peek. Wait, what? Right? Yeah, why would you not? What? Oh my God. This is okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> okay. the other daughter yeah. says, my father was not the man that she makes him out to be. He was strict, but he was a protective parent who loved his children. Strict fathers don't just turn into serial killers. Sometimes they do. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there's always exceptions. Yeah. So. Uh, an investigation has been opened, and the FBI and Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation are both assisting local police. Uh, I wonder I wonder what's going to come of this. Uh, the sheriff confirmed the investigation and said, I believe her 100% that there's bodies in there. So, so wait, we, nobody's even looked in the well yet? I feel like at this point, like it was like in the I think seventies, so uh, like they'd be way decomposed by now. Okay. Well, but, so um, I wonder if what, our bones going to be still be there after forty years, fifty years. I would think so. I would think yeah. they would. Yeah, they're bones, right? Yeah. So law enforcement suspect that he lured women thought to be sex workers from Omaha, Nebraska, to his five sex acres. Sex workers, there you called is. that man. Uh, oh, I was just referencing Grand Theft Auto. No, I know, but my point well, is, yeah. is like, dude, accurate. So. Um, so he had five acres of land. Uh, oh. Forty-five years after, but just five acres. Forty-five years after his death, no, Wait, he, what? he died in 2013. This this article is poorly written. Like from Daily Mail, what? I can't. Uh, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, they've they've got multiple hits about human remains, and the dog handler and the sheriff have said they believe the remains are human because the dogs are trained to ignore animal bones. Um, and the f- the other daughter is still like, I think that they were just confused. Jeez, I by the just- rem- by. <laughs> This is a sentence. However, Susan believes that the cadaver dogs had searched the property last weekend were fooled by the remains of Studi's stillborn infant sister who was buried in a shoebox on the property. Wait, okay, so I've got a question. Is that legal? That was my question. Different states you can. Like I had I had family in Kentucky that like you can just declare your yard a cemetery and bury people in it. Really? They did. Like, my great aunt is buried in her own Wait, backyard. no, no. You're talking too fast. I'm trying to take notes. <laughs> Corbin, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Burial ground. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Cool. Um, God. Force that the is- siblings to use a wheelbarrow in the warmer months and a toboggan, which is a sled, I guess, in winter to move the corpses across the farmland and... God, that is insane. This is so wild. Jeez, she's got some like very straight teeth. Yeah, she does. Uh, Sorry, I know. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Easily identifiable. (laughs) And put it that way. Um, Oh, he was old. He was born in 37. Jeez. Yeah, dude. That's what, 80? I was thinking of these daughters being like our age, but they're not. Um, well, you said 87, so 80... What? 37. 19, I mean... Born in 37. Sorry. 
<laughs> yes, I said 87. Who's who's speaking right oh, now? Oh, who's on first? Who's on first? Oh, man. This is... My I feel God. like this is developing. I'm... Uh, I hope if they, man, even if they find bodies that far gone, I don't think they'll be able to determine who any of them are. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, well, so anyway, that's uh, that's so, uh, that's coming out of Iowa. That guy's name is uh, Donald Dean Studi, S T U D E Y. All right. So we'll, uh, keep an ear to the ground on that. So, uh, so I'm going to jump into. Uh, I have not slung shit on Facebook in a hot minute. Oh, we better do that. So yeah, and I'm, I got a duty bag that's full over here uh, that I'm ready to sling. So wait. Did yeah. you see the tweet that I posted making fun of them adding legs in Meta? And they were like, <laughs> "No, I didn't see it." Just imagine Zuckerberg like adding so many legs to himself, dude. <laughs> it's Met- so dumb. It is, dude. The metaverse is so dead. It's yeah. a dead man standing, dude. Yeah. Like or whatever the term is. Like it is. It was dead on arrival, man. Yes. Like, yes. Nobody's nobody's taking that up, but. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Facebook has uh, a special portal for government officials to request user content be throttled or suppressed for vaguely defined disinformation, report says. We're, we're entering into a phase of, like, social media is about to get some mad scrutiny. Yeah. Like, because uh, there's just a lot of weird stuff that it's like, there was a lot of, like, stuff behind the scenes that it's like, hey, this goes against what people, you know, are, are, or I'm sorry, the consensus for experts in quotation marks. Sure. And so everybody's like, oh, it's, it's disinformation. It's like, well, that's not how the world used to work. It's like, <laughs> normally we like had conversations and discussions and uh, basically came to the conclusion that it's like, hey, this group has more evidence than this other group. Yeah. So they prevail. Yeah. You know? Apparently, that's not how it works anymore. So social media companies are collaborating with the Department of Homeland Security, which should be abolished in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Their initiative against online misinformation and disinformation, according to a report from The Intercept, released Monday, revealing a special portal hosted by Facebook for government officials to report misinformation and disinformation. I feel like The Intercept, uh, they break a lot of cool stories. Dude, they, they're actually, so, uh, are you familiar with Glenn Greenwald? I know the name. He, he's, a, like, the most long-winded motherfucker. If you ever come across one of his articles, yeah. it's not going to be any less than, like, 2,000 words. Oh, my God. It's stupid long. Yeah. But there's actually some, like, sus- sustenance to yeah. it, or, 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 I'm sorry, not sustenance, substance to it. That it's like, he really does do some really good job, or uh, some really good job. He does a really good job. Uh, But I believe he was one of the founders of, uh, the reason that I brought him up was he was one of the founders of The Intercept. Please fact check me. Yeah, Um, yeah, he's... is, does he still work he for them? He co-founded The Intercept, yeah. Okay. Um, so, super great dude uh, to, to follow. He has broken a lot of stuff that it's just like, hey, I, I want to point the spotlight on how shady media has become. Yeah. And specifically news media. Yeah. Um, oh, he's got an, a sub stack now. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't post a ton, but I'm sure they're very long when he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, he is. And like I said... 
Yeah. Dude, it, it, he is a beast of a, a, a writer. Yeah. And so, uh, though much of the DHS initiative to address disinformation remains unknown to the American uh, public, the goals became more visible with the creation of the Disinformation Governance Board, which we all heard about that shit, you yeah. know, and it was like, hey, guess what? The public spoke and they're like, hey, we don't think the government should tell us what is like true and false because... I don't see how that could be misused at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, that got tossed out. But, um, quote, the department is deeply committed to doing all of its work in a way that protects Americans' freedom of speech, civil rights, civil liberties, and privacy, end quote, uh, read DHS statement regarding the program, which was paused just months after it was announced following the extreme backlash from critics who drew parallels to the Ministry of Truth that churned out propaganda in the novel 1984. Anyway, um, The Intercept's reporting found... Uh, through reviewing internal DHS documents that the organization targeted information it deemed to be, quote, inaccurate about, quote, the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic and the efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines, racial injustice, U.S. Uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support uh, to Ukraine, end quote, that was posted on social media. So, I understand why people would want to rein in like all this like super I, I'm it's ridiculous like fucking banter about these subjects names, yeah. you know. But the question is do we really trust the government enough to that for them to be the arbiter of like what what it what is uh, approaching truth or truth or, you know. Yeah. Excuse me. And I, I mean, for me, the answer is no. Yeah. You know, because I, I mean, like, they, they just, I know, what, what's, the, uh, what's the phrase, like, power. Uh, oh. Uh, power. Uh, Ab- something about yes. absolute. Yes. Absolute power. Oh, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like legit, that's kind of where we're headed with this stuff. That it's there's there's been enough faith that's been taken away from humanity, which I refuse to give up on humanity. I truly think that all, the vast majority of people are out there to do the best that they they can. And well, that they, agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, well, and that's fine. <laughs> no, I know. I you know, I think a lot of people are are neutral, <clears throat> but not necessarily not going out of the way their way to do anything good. And I'm not I'm yeah. not going to argue that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's more like, neutral leaning than good or bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that if if uh, if people are given the choice, then it's like I'm going to try to do what I think's good. Yeah, I I, I don't think that sometimes like, yeah, ma- but I don't think that malevolence is more uh, is, is more it, prevalent than yeah. people that are trying to do good things. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, all you got to see is like a fucking car broken down on the side of the road. Yeah, or at least I I don't know. I can't speak to the rest of the United States in Tennessee. You're going to have like one, two, three cars that stop to like, you know, try to try to help them out. Yeah. Kind of, you know, and, and out of the goodness of their heart kind of thing. So I don't know. On on the opposite side yeah. of that, I saw several police going to harass a homeless person on my way here today. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay. who called the cops about a homeless person just existing? Like, yeah. Come on. They weren't doing anything. 
But time out. We don't know if they weren't doing anything. I know, but I because if they're they, if they they're approaching been in that cars spot for a couple days, okay. so I feel like someone just because I I I if they want to stand true, true. to the side and whatever hold yeah. a sign, cool. You start approaching cars, and then I got an issue. Yeah. So, but well, I was surprised. I saw they had a tent there yesterday, and I was like, I can't believe no one's caught like right yeah. off of Kingston Pike. Really? Like. On Kingston Pike. And I'm like, I, I cannot believe someone God, hasn't. It's starting to trend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so basically, uh, cruising, cruising uh, yeah. through this article, uh, representatives from tech giants, including Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. So don't, I don't want anyone to think that I'm just throwing shade on fucking Facebook. <laughs> it's everything. This is social media yeah. in general. Yeah. Uh, they met monthly with DHS officials and representatives of the CISA, and I don't know what that was, and I should have looked it up. CISA? I, oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Cybersecurity yep. and Infrastructure Security Agency. Yep. So, um, leading up to the 2020 uh, election to discuss how the platforms would manage political misinformation, uh, NBC News reported. So, this is what's kind of fascinating to me also, is... There have been, there's not been a hell of a lot of um, pushback from political ads in the in the past years, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it's like, if it gets aired on TV, it's like, dude, they can make blatantly false accusations about the other side literally choose, and it's like... I think they can, but they can also be sued for like libel or slander or really? whatever. So it's really just like walking that fine line yeah. that it's like avoiding litigation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, this is just taking it to a new level in yeah. my opinion. And, and honestly, do I, do I think that I think that misinformation and disinformation is always going to uh, exist? Yeah. It's, it's the fact that I, it, it seems like the faith in humanity has been removed and it's like, you guys aren't smart enough to like, see through this yeah so we're gonna help you and i'm like i'm over here yes maybe some people aren't but i think that a lot of americans dude if it doesn't make sense like <laughs> are you really gonna run with it yeah you know and so but people do so i was just talking with my friend yesterday um, about how people will just regurgitate anything they hear yeah and you could be like right. that makes no sense do you hear yourself and they're like they said it on the news. I'm like, a lot of times the news is dumb. Dude, so so my, the reason that I actually wanted to cover this is not the fact that it's like, oh, whatever, Facebook. Dude, of course, all these huge uh, institutions and, yeah. and what, or whatever, social media platforms, of course they're being contacted by the government. Yeah. And of course they're like, hey, you know, it's like, can you not like, can you not put this or that out there? And I mean, dude. I don't give a fuck who's in the fucking White House or in control of Congress or whatever. The, that side is going to be trying to play those yeah. pawns. Yeah. Because that's what they are. They're pawns. But the, there has been this shift that it's like there's just this mistrust in the American people that it's like, no, you're not smart enough to make your own decisions. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I'm like... I understand that there are people out there that are going to be supremely gullible. Dude, sure. people people fall prey to that uh, bullshit uh, scheme about, like, whatever, an Arabian prince that, God, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand those people exist. Yeah. But I don't, I truly do not think that they are the majority. 
don't or think even, they're the majority, yeah. but I think there's definitely enough of them yeah. that people are still doing the Prince email schemes, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I think... Surely, for every hundred of those they send out, they only get a bite or two. I hope. Right. I hope. Yeah. Well, I, I, I and hope. honestly, I don't have the metrics to yeah. to discount that. But like, but like, it. This just it rubs me the wrong way because it's like I don't like when people. It seems like they're they're basically saying you don't have the wherewithal to make decisions for yourself. Yeah. So let us help curate. Excuse me. What information you receive? Yeah. So that we can better help you to make like the good decision in quotation marks. And that's, you know, I would like if there were maybe more news sites that sort of adhered to something like that. But yeah. Facebook, just let it be. I could there, not agree. There more, was dude. something someone yeah. shared in the Tether group months ago yeah. that I got a notification later that uh, the post had been flagged as uh misinformation mm-hmm. and it was something that was just like kind of like a like a old wives tale sort of story that yeah. i believed at the time it got posted but they were like do you want to take it down since you're an admin i was like nah whatever like it's it's got the thing on it saying that this is this has been proven to be false and i'm like okay well, i don't even remember what it was that, because no, it wasn't that's, anything that's- that's a really good example. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, if they've tagged it. Yeah. And it's like, it's already been tagged. Yeah. And so it's like, dude, if if you are a user yeah. that comes across this yeah. and you see it, it's tagged with this misinformation thing. You can click on it. You can look into it more. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Why does it need to be removed? Yeah. And that's know? why I didn't. Yeah. I was like, is our group going to get shut down if I don't remove it? Yeah. Nope. Okay. You can stay. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just fascinating. It wasn't to harmful. Me. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't any, you know, but sure. I don't know. I could see them taking down something that's harmful, like saying, like, Tide Pods make a good snack. Okay. Mm. Okay. Maybe let's flag that. Yeah. Some people will be dumb and we'll go for it. But yeah. you can also, Google is free. Just search yeah. it and see if Tide Pods make a good snack. Well, no, and the you weird know? thing, the other thing is, is like, Tide Pods are delicious. Sure, see? And we've all been saying it. <laughs> look at them. They look squishy. They're gummy. They're brightly colored. How could they not be? How could they not be? No. I do that instead of but brushing totally my teeth. Two birds with one stone. There you go. Snack and delicious my mouth snack. is clean. Yeah, it's like one of those green chews for the dogs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I totally... Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm done with that, but it was just one of these things that it's like, man, nobody has faith in anything anymore. I feel like the the government doesn't have faith in the people, not that they'd fucking need it because, Hey, we pay your paycheck, (laughs) but, but also the, the people don't have faith in the government because they're like, well, what are you not going to show me? Because you think that it's, you know, whatever. So, and you know what? Sometimes I do want to read a news story and go. Who believes this? Yes. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Because it, it's just, dude, we're, we are all put on this planet with a, a functioning brain. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, man, uh, I, so the, the fact that it's, that, that people, People don't think that that society as a whole can come to conclusions that are like sane or normal or what whatever yeah. you know. I, I, I don't know. 
Rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But uh, anyway, where do we want to head from here? Uh, I want to cover a really short little shitty slate advice thing that I read this morning. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So this is, uh, it's not even sexy. It's just a dear prudence, which is like their yeah. like overview of advice. Okay. It's really short. I don't want you to guess what the answer is before I tell you the answer. Okay. Dear Prudence, my son married an Asian woman. We don't get along. They live far away, and she won't let my son talk to me. They have two kids, a three-year-old and a three-month-old. I finally met one and wasn't told about the second one until a day before it was born three months ago. I haven't been invited to meet my second grandchild. What can I do to be able to be involved in my grandchildren's lives before I pass? So, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's got to be a history there. Right? Right. Like hard fucking stop. You've done be something. You, you have done. You've done something. A person is not going to just fucking stop contact. No. Unless something happened. Well, so. Okay. <laughs> the, the reason I clicked it was because the headline is help. My son's Asian wife won't let him talk to me. And I'm like, what does being Asian have to do with anything? That's a very good point. Yeah. Also, Asian is super vague. Yes. Are they Japanese or Korean or Vietnamese? Like, yeah. I, Or do they just look Asian to you? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so that's why I clicked it. And then I'm like, wait, they don't mention anything other than it being an Asian woman. Why are you mentioning that? That is weird. Like, you wouldn't write in and be like, my son married a fat woman. Yeah. Unless, like, that had some effect on something. Dude, I wonder if it's some kind of, like, uh, search engine optimization kind of shit. <laughs> I mean, no shit. Like. You think? Maybe. Oh, God. I'm just saying, like, well, like, why else would it be mentioned? Because you said that it was in the, the headline, it's right? in It's in the story. It says, my son married an Asian woman. We don't get along. Yeah. Kind of makes me wonder. Well, the, the reply is. Oof. <laughs> in almost all letters I read, I have to alair, uh, allow for the possibility that the letter writer who is controlling the narrative is making themselves look better and more innocent than they really are. But mm -hmm. you did a really bad job of that. The way you called her an Asian woman when nothing else in your question had anything to do with race, ethnicity, or culture told a whole story about why she might not like you and why your son might be choosing to distance himself from you to protect her. Oh, wow, dude. So I would ask you to do some self-reflection on what led to this relationship falling apart. Have you by any chance done something that could be perceived <laughs> as racist, bigoted, prejudiced, intolerant, assholish, ignorant, rude with respect to your daughter-in-law's identity or your grandchildren's? Think about that. Your grandchildren are mixed. Yeah. Like, so uh, think it over. If there's anything <laughs> there, the step that you can take to be involved in your grandchildren's lives before you pass is to apologize sincerely and to commit to doing better in the future. If you can't think of what you ever did wrong, ask and then listen. I mean, dude, that's really good advice. Yeah. In my opinion. Because that was like, where I was like, why are you throwing in there that she's Asian? Yeah. Also. That's so random. And they don't pick on this. And maybe it was just like a, a fuck up in typing. Yeah. The phrasing of, I finally met one about the grandkids. Yeah. And I wasn't told about the second one until a day before it was born three months ago. It. Don't, don't you usually give it a gender? It. It. Is it a puppy and you're not sure if it's a boy <laughs> yeah. or a girl? Like, uh, it's your grandchild. 
It's a duck. It? You're looking for that corkscrew dick. <laughs> I'm just I don't know, man. I know. That's fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah. Also, you don't know that she won't let your son talk to you. Yeah. It very much might be that they've formed a united front against you because you only think of her as this Asian bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever self-reflected to figure out if you're the fucking problem? It's nothing what? I've done wrong. She won't <laughs> let my son yeah. talk to me. Exactly. Sure. Whatever you say, Meemaw. <laughs> um, so... Speaking of giving birth, oh, I randomly came across this, and I just des- I, I decided to cover it, but I'm only going to cover one of these weird hoaxes. Things. Oh hell yeah, okay. Um, I had never heard of this person. You might have because I know that you you've listened to some uh, bizarre. I, li- I like stuff. weird stuff. Yeah. So, have you ever heard the name Mary Toft? Mm-mm. Not, no. I mean, maybe not. Not that rings a bell. <laughs> let's let's talk about Mary Toff. So, uh, I I pulled this one from BBC News. This is uh, back from 2018, but it was from a mental floss video. I hate videos. I just, I just want them to like put it into like fucking like the Give thing me that a you're reading. Yeah, the yeah. thing that you're reading. Yeah, literally, just throw it on the uh, in the page underneath it or some yeah. shit. I don't know. The woman who gave birth to rabbits hmm. and other hoaxes, but I'm only covering the rabbits one. So, um, so unlikely as it sounds, in the 18th century, a woman called Mary Toft convinced doctors she had given birth to rabbits. Yes, doctors, and yes, rabbits. Hmm. Mrs. Toft, a servant from uh, Godel, Godel, oh my yeah, gosh, I don't know, Godelming, I don't know, in Surrey. Uh, surprised her family by going into labor. Even more surprisingly, she produced something resembling a kitten. Hmm. So, guess what? She ain't just given uh, birth to rabbits. Her explanation was rooted in the long-discredited theory of maternal impression, which I was not a f- like familiar with, but... She had been startled in a rat or by a rabbit in a uh, in a rabbit, right? No, I'm laughing at being startled oh. by a rabbit and that made you birth one. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's gonna startle me more than birthing a <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. Jesus. So she she got startled by a rabbit in a field in 1726, which 1726 definitely shines a light on it. Sure. Uh from that after they had bled the humors out of her you know, feet, then, God. <laughs> then she gave, no, uh, from that moment, she said she dreamed about and had a quote, constant and strong desire in quote to eat rabbits. An hmm. obstetrician named John Howard, who seems to have been less than rigorous with his ex, uh, <laughs> examinations was convinced by her story. Yeah. You look to be, Probably pregnant. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> yeah, you're you're pregnant, and that's definitely a rabbit. Uh, he wrote to some of England's greatest doctors and King George the First, informing them of the miraculous births, including the momentous occasion when his patient produced nine dead bunnies. The king. Well, the king sent. His doctor to investigate. The medic who arrived when Mrs. Toft was in labor with her 15th rabbit. I'm just shaking my head. (laughs) Yeah. Was certain she was genuine and took 
some of her offspring back to London to show the monarch and Prince of Wales. A surgeon was then sent by the royal household to have a look. The surgeon, apparently more sensible than the others, apparently, examined the rabbits and found that dung inside one of them contained corn. Where in the Sam Hill did this corn get? How did it get in this damn rabbit's belly? Oh my god! That's uh, verbatim sure. what was said. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm kidding. Uh, meanwhile, Mrs. Toff was giving birth to other unusual things, including a cat's legs and a hog's bladder. Look, I have two <laughs> cats, and if you just presented me with cat's legs, I'd be like, "Who's to say?" <laughs> Could be a dog, could be a fox. Who who dis new body? (laughs) (laughs) Medical opinion was divided until a man was caught sneaking a rabbit into Mrs. Toff's room. No shit. She was eventually forced to admit that she had manually inserted the dead rabbits. No! No. And then allowed them to be removed as as if she were giving birth. She shoved a lot more than therapy. This need this bitch (laughs) needs a padded room. Right. This bitch needs a Grippy sock vacation. <laughs> Grippy sock. I like it. Damn, is that? Oh, uh, uh, that's. I didn't invent that. That's a. That's a whole thing online. But yeah, okay. yeah. Sock vacation. <laughs> All right, I'm writing it down. Might might just become a, a show title. I do like it. The hoaxer was later charged with fraud and imprisoned. She spent a few months in prison, uh, then returned to relative obscurity. No shit. Uh, as for the king's doctor, he met an unhappy end after being convinced by the scam. He published a pamphlet called A Short Narrative of an Extraordinary Delivery of Rabbits. And he spelled rabbits with an E, unless that's a <laughs> could have been typo. Could have been back in the day spelled that's, that way. Really? I mean, I'm, I don't, maybe. Uh, I mean, they did put, uh, oh, what, a town with an E? Yeah, there's a lot of things Fuck that change spellings over time. Fuck your silent E's. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, but after the ruse was exposed, he lost favor with the court and died a pauper. Dude, how how much, how crazy are you to, how unstable (laughs) are you to think, I'm going to make the news, I'm going to throw some rabbits up in my snatch and then birth them. Yeah. Damn. But but this is the thing, like, so I wonder how much, how many things has she shoved up there? Right. Like not no jade eggs for her. And how dead oh. dead cat legs. Much more organic. Yeah, yeah, very, very. I just <laughs> I feel for this lady. Yeah, so also, Mary, very hey, tough. This was What's in seventeen twenty six, and we're still talking about her. So honestly, kudos. Maybe, maybe she had something right. <laughs> kudos, Mary. <laughs> If you told uh, me they'd still be talking about me in 300 years if I put rabbits God. in my cooter, I still would not put rabbits in my cooter. I'm so glad that you have standards, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so. All right. What's good? Do you ever wonder if chemicals from dead bodies are oozing into our tap water? I haven't, but now I will. Now you will, right? That's why I clicked this, because I was like, no, but now I will, you bastards. Seriously. Also, this picture is awesome, because it's a skeleton in a Brita picture. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Dude, new tattoo idea. Right? I like it. New tattoo just dropped. (laughs) Um, 
This article is adapted with permission from a book called Over My Dead Body, Unearthing the Hidden History of America's Cemeteries, which I, I probably will read because it sounds pretty that cool. That sounds really I cool. I know. Yeah. I sent this to Nikki and I was like, dude, I don't know. This I clicked on it. It was definitely clickbaity, but I'm like, yeah. the book sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it basically says there's not a large body of research on what graveyards do to America's underground water supply, huh. but that we should probably expect that yes there is a little bit of great grandma running through your faucet so okay you just brought up a point that i'm kind of wondering and i don't know if you're going to get into it or not um are there restrictions on what you can be buried with what do you mean okay so i'm assuming you can choose what goes in your coffin with you right oh i think so yeah so Who's to say you couldn't have like a... Are there restrictions that it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, what if I want to get buried with like... A car battery. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or some, you know, whatever, sure, you sure. know, but but it's like, I kind of wonder if... I bet if there, that differs state by state. I bet you're right. I bet it does. Well, because everything's cancerous in California, See? so... you can't be buried at all. <laughs> they just yeet you into the <laughs> yeah, sun. There you go. <laughs> you just end up on the latest SpaceX rocket, like fucking orbiting Earth in a fucking roadster. is grandma in heaven well sort of (laughs) well honestly we refer to grandma as a heavenly body at this point she's in the sky she is a (laughs) heavenly body uh roughly half of americans rely on underground water sources for their drinking supply and above ground reservoirs and rivers are increasingly falling victim to extreme weather conditions like the big floods and stuff like Uh, that sure and there's droughts hitting parts of the country, so we're expected to come even more reliant on aquifers. <laughs> okay. Am I supposed to know what an aquifer is? Uh, I know that uh, Memphis has, uh, well, Memphis is set on some really awesome, that's why Memphis's water is so yeah. killer. Oh, it's, it's a body of permeable rock which can contain or transmit groundwater. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so there's supposed to be some like good aquifers over in... Uh, whatever, West Tennessee. Okay. And that's why Memphis's water is so good. I did not know they had good water. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like tap water in Memphis is fucking like it's, it's tastes like spring water. That's what Joey says about Colorado. It's really good. Man. Okay. I gotta check. I gotta look more into aquifers. Dude. Hey, I thought you were a water homie. (laughs) (laughs) I just drink what I can purify in my Brita filter, (laughs) which now has a tiny skeleton. (laughs) Shit, I have a skeleton about the size of that that I could Please. totally put it. Please. Maybe if I like run it through the dishwasher first, it'd probably yeah. be fun. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be funny. Every time I filled up my water bottle, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. That would do. That would be awesome. Anybody comes over, they're like, can I get some water? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they're like, the fuck what the fuck is that <laughs> like, don't ask questions just drink it's a it's a stillborn infant that i buried <laughs> jesus oh God. jesus that just got crazy well that was from the first story yeah, okay. that's true, okay. true. um <laughs> but you may wonder isn't water from aquifers i keep feeling like i'm saying aquifer but saying it badly mm-hmm. uh purified before it reaches your faucet well states and federal government set strict water quality standards but those benchmarks can go unmet until people are already exposed to contaminants that's so <laughs> I, that sounds like uh, fucking um, the supplements and vitamin market that it's like, yeah, we actually don't look at any of this shit until it starts killing people. Yeah. And then we'll look at it. Shit. It's like, okay, thank yeah. you. 
<laughs> Rest in peace, Four Loco. <laughs> yeah, right. God, good shit. Um, then it talks about Flint and uh, yeah, a couple that things on that. I know. Um, all the while, these under underground sources are under constant threat from a silent, ever encroaching source: the dead. So it says there are more than 140,000 known cemeteries in America, which is almost 10 times the number of Starbucks locations and is an amount of land occupying more total space than the state of Delaware. We got I would, a lot of dead folks. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of surprised it's that small. That's what I was okay. going to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're packing them in. <sighs> yeah. I wonder what state has the largest cemetery plots or like collectively yeah you know what i'm saying yeah huh that'd be interesting anyway um each single burial plot is like a mini pollution nightmare awash with chemicals pharmaceuticals hazardous materials from medical devices and bacteria why would there be medical devices i mean that could probably be like pacemakers or like um like if you have like a knee replacement or something i would think that stuff could count yeah IUDs. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Okay. Um, not to mention, according to Green Burial Council, the 20 million feet of varnished wood and 1.6 million tons of concrete that are placed into the ground annually as caskets and vaults. So you paused like slightly on feet and yeah. you said 20 million. And I was like, that's so many feet. <laughs> like I was just thinking dead person's <laughs> like feet. And then, and then you were like, feet of, and I was oh, like, shit. yeah, anyways, sorry. So many dead feet out there. <laughs> so many dead feet. Uh, the worst gravesite pollutant is embalming fluid, a chemical cocktail of formaldehyde, methanol, and ethanol. Uh, last year alone, American burials deposited roughly 4.5 million gallons of this toxic, cancer-causing nice. preservative. About three gallons per body into the soil. And, but there's no breakdown, I wonder. Like, I, I would be interested to know, like... Does some, formaldehyde break down? Isn't I, that I mean, why I really don't we use know. it? And that's a good point, because... I think that's I mean, why we use it. Hell, if it's an embalming fluid, yeah. the whole concept is keeping it from breaking down. Yeah. Um, it goes on saying that the, the research on how cemeteries contaminate water has been pretty scarce. There's yeah. been a few... They, they link to a bunch of studies and a bunch of research and stuff. Yeah. Um, this is one of those that you could open 40 tabs off yeah. of reading the story, but it's really neat. Um, That's awesome. And then it goes into, basically, we started embalming during the Civil War. Prior to the 1860s, we would mourn the dead by uh, placing them unpreserved at home for a few days, letting family and friends visit them in the room called the parlor or the death room, now called the living room. That makes That's me want to call it my death so room. so fun. And frankly, I might. I love that. Oh, why don't you guys uh, have a seat on the uh, the couch? Oh, over in the living room? No. The death room. They were like, why are you being so weird? And I'm like, why are you being so modern? <laughs> uh, so then it was carried in a pine box, often made by the local cabinet maker, to the nearby graveyard where it was interred and eventually became one with the earth, dust to dust. But civil war led to soldiers dying far from home. Their bodies sometimes left in open fields for days. So they started... Uh, training a bunch of surgeons to embalm people so they Weird. get them home and still like like somewhat preserved yeah yeah i just don't get why Weird. we still use embalming fluid like i don't know i feel like it has to be something like a little bit better well i just 
I honestly, and this sounds so nihilistic, but I, I like when I die, I just donate me to science. I don't care. Like, I just want to be, well, I guess some kind of party or something, but like, you don't need my dead body in a box. That's weird. uh, Dude, I've said this for years. Yeah. I want to be dressed up like a clown and (laughs) specifically trebucheted into the ocean. Absolutely. Because I know that a trebuchet will throw me further than a catapult. See, yes, yes. Uh, also, they reference <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, and the dollop did a really cool episode about Abe Lincoln's death tour. Oh, I think I listened to that. It's one. insane. It's so goofy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they took Lincoln's dead embalmed body and put it on a train for two weeks all over the country. That makes sense. What a time. <laughs> That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, the, it, so it, it, in saying, you know, there's lower impact acts of dissolving a, botter, a body in a mixture of water and potassium hydroxide uh, called alkaline hydrolysis, and that's now allowed in 20 states. Human composting is legal Wait, now in five states. Real quick. Yeah. You said dissolving the body in there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Cremation is also increasingly popular, but the process is not without flaws. The cremation process produces the same amount of greenhouse gases as driving a car a thousand miles, which makes makes sense. Well, so I would I'd uh, be interested to know a comparison between like what uh, what issues they had with burial versus cremation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like okay, greenhouse emissions. Like which one is ultimately miles. worse for the yeah, environment? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I don't think they have quite enough studies to really sure. go into that. Uh, well, but you, it, you literally let yeah. off with like, there's, there's not, not enough studies yeah. yet. Or not a there's, lot. There's some, but there's not enough to have like a definitive answer. Yeah. Um, all of the lower impact options are less costly than the US average of $7,900 for a funeral and a burial. God, but we need... so expensive. And that's the average. Dude, I've heard people spend like 15 grand yeah. on a pretty basic one. I, yeah, It's dude. awful. Oh my God. But I know, why, like, wait, why why do we get away from the pine boxes? Right, that's why I'm. That's like, fucking cheap. And I'm I'm definitely like I'm absolutely like an extra kind of person, but yeah. like I'm not there anymore. <laughs> I'm gone. Like dude. just bury me under a tree and let me fertilize. I mean, something. fuck, dude. I did. Re- I didn't realize until we started this episode that I'm I've been podcasting with the Glam Reaper for <laughs> years. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, and it talks about uh, more than 350 cemeteries in the U.S. and Canada now allow for natural burials involving no chemicals or concrete vaults with the body placed in the ground in a simple shroud or untreated wooden box. So maybe we're getting back to pine boxes. I, dude, I hope. Because, like, honestly. Dude, it's such a racket. It's so stupid. Well, it's, it's stupid. When, it, I mean, like, I understand respect, respecting sure, 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 dead sure. bodies and, yeah. like, whatever, not, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like, dude, do they need to be in these ornate, like, fucking cherry... But like, dude, I'm not even going to eat on a table that's as nice as the coffin no. that, like, my aunts and uncles have been buried in, so you know? It's when, like, when my When my dad died in 2011, yeah. I went with mom to the funeral home to, like, talk about, like, to pick out the casket and all that sure. stuff. And they show you all the different ones. And it's, you know, a couple days after your close relative has died. You're not doing great anyway. And they're like, well, do you want to put him in this basic bottom shelf simple box? Or was he worth more than that? I mean, they don't. But they they imply it. Kind of, yeah. They're like, what about this uh, rose gold and platinum bad boy up here? That's, I don't, 20 grand or something. Like, I don't remember the prices. Sure, sure. But and my mom was fine financially, but I'm yeah. just like, 
mom he's he's he doesn't care yeah <laughs> he would actually fuss at you if you bought the top model of Dude, the casket if i he will haunt us don't do that i'm not i'm not gonna lie yeah. if megan puts me in anything more than damn pine box yes you're gonna haunt her because i know i'm gonna die before she's megan. gonna outlive you that's fair. yeah 100 yeah. percent, dude any woman that doesn't outlive a, a husband or yeah. whatever a dude you're doing it wrong yeah <laughs> 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 We, um, we were made. We were made to uh, to live fast and die young. Yeah, you, <laughs> men generally do dumber shit. It's true. Hey, <laughs> they get in gonna... road rage shootouts. They. <laughs> hey, th- that is one argument I will not take up. <laughs> so, uh, but that's that wild, that though. book was called "Over My Dead Body: Unearthing the Hidden History of America's Cemeteries" by Greg Melville, and uh, it sounds it sounds cool. Okay, so. Uh, quick tangent question, at least. Um, at this point, how long has, uh, Nikki been in, uh, is it mortuary school? Yeah, mortuary school. Okay. Um, just over a year. Okay. So has she started learning about like embalming and stuff or do they Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's, um, I think she has to embalm 30 bodies before she graduates. Cause I would be interested to know like what that entails she's like, sat in on a couple it's really interesting it's super fascinating we'll, uh, dude. we'll have her on sometime and have her like i know i know it, we've been saying that I know, for I know, fucking I know. years but i also kind of wanted her to get like yeah, some experience under yeah. her belt kind yeah. of thing so yeah. that it was like bringing you on and be like oh dude like tell us all the shit that like yeah. nobody knows about dude she loves know? talking about it and i yeah. love hearing about it yeah when i, I was it's really fascinating yeah when i was up there we were eating lunch and she was telling me about something and she's like oh my i'm so sorry i was like no this like Whatever we were on right then didn't bother yeah. me at all. I don't want to hear the really like grim, like I don't want to hear about their like, I don't know the the plug you put in them so they don't poop anymore after they die or whatever. Like let's not talk oh, about that they over still lunch. Poop. Oh, I guess it you can, have it to can plug. seep. It can yeah. yeah. But Oof. whatever we were talking about, she was well, like, hell, I'm dude, so it, it sorry. can seep if I like have like some <laughs> some rot gut, you know. If I, if if I have some crystals, if I, if I get a, 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 a sack full of crystals, <laughs> hell, I'm a seeper, brother. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, but no, it's it's really interesting to to hear about all that stuff. I, it, I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, all right. You got anything else to add? No, I think, I think that's all I've got for that. But that reminded me of, um, Caitlin Doty, who I've read a couple books by. That's the, That sounds uh, really familiar. I talked about her before. She did, um, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes Um, and, uh, she had a newer one come out called Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? That's just like a Q and A of people. that was, yeah. She's really popular on YouTube. She's, uh. She's like a mortician? She's a mortician and, but she talks about it like, in a way that's really approachable, like not super scientific. Okay. And she's just super interesting to hear, but I've, I've listened to a couple of her audiobooks that she narrates and they're so interesting. And th- yeah. this sounds like it would pair well with one of those. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, Nikki, we're coming after you very soon. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have to do like, honestly, we could do hell. We could do probably a full episode on that. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. So I found one that I was like, I don't know why, but it just made me think of uh, Allie in the sense of tumb- oh boy. Tumblr. Yeah. So Tumblr is now going to allow nudity. 
but not explicit sex. Okay, that part is not about me. <laughs> no, 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 just you. But like, I, I love I think Tumblr. That you, yeah, I loved it back I, in the day. Every time that it, it comes up, you're like, man, I, I love Tumblr. I did. I love Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they're like, I don't know, getting back to their, their stuff. Maybe. I don't know. So Tumblr's made an update uh, that it hinted at in September, changing its rules to allow nudity, but not sexually explicit images mm-hmm. on the platform. Uh, The company updated its community guidelines earlier today, laying out a set of rules that stops short of its earlier permissive attitude towards sexuality, but that formally allows a wider range of imagery. Uh, So originally, could you like literally post porn on Tumblr? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why why did they get away from it? I think because I don't know. No, I don't know. I was you know? I was gonna say probably to like be more friendly toward kids or something. Um, but what kids are using Tumblr? Yeah, would be the question. Or at yeah, least exactly. For me. Like I don't know. At least so. people under eighteen. But like I mean, I don't know, dude. I I'm <clears throat> I'm quickly arriving at this like stage that I'm just like, let it be allowed. And it's like, dude, if people. Excuse me. It's like a a kid coming across a Playboy when we were kids. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, you're not supposed to see it. But But guess what? You're going to see it. It fucking exists. And like the fact to to just say that it doesn't and then like. Yeah. I just, I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, quote, we now welcome a broader range of expression, creativity and art on Tumblr, including. Content depicting the human form. Yes, that includes the naked human form. (laughs) Uh, So even if your creations contain nudity, mature subject matter or sexual themes, you can now share them on Tumblr using the appropriate community label in post. In post. In quote, (laughs) the post says, uh, quote, visual depictions of sexually explicit uh, acts remain off limits on Tumblr, which I think that, I think Tumblr should be up there with like fucking actually I don't know. I don't can you post sex shit on Reddit? I'm on yeah, Reddit a lot, yeah. but I there's I, but usually like the whole uh the whole subreddit will be marked like if you click over to one, it gives you that pop up thing N- that's like NS- are you sure? FW yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um which is, which is what it should be. Well, so I was on Tumblr a lot. Yeah. Um when I had my first job out of college, because we had a lot of downtime and they were fine with us cruising on the internet. Yeah. But every now and then I'd be scrolling through and there would just be some titties and I'm like, hey, I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. You had to still watch what you were like looking at and stuff because if the wrong person walked behind you or whatever. But well, and, and they kind of get into that uh, a little bit later on that they were just talking about like, OK, it needs to be marked so that people can filter it out. Sure. And which I completely understand that. Yeah. And if you don't mark it, pull it. Yeah. Because you know what? If you're willing to post that kind of shit, then my God, take two seconds out of your life and fucking put in SFW. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was interesting and I think that this is a win for the internet to be honest with you. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought this was kind of cool and I, I wanted to at least give a shout out to Tumblr that it's like, Hey, guess what? I think you're headed in the right direction, Tumblr. Um, now I don't know how explicit, what, what you would consider explicit sex. I have some ideas, but whatever. (laughs) 
I think uh, it probably just means like it can be nude, but it can't be anything like penetrative. It's insertion. <laughs> penetrative? Penetrative? Penetrative. I don't know. Who's to say? So, yeah, that's about all I got for that one. Um, Tumblr, good job. <laughs> well, you know what everybody does. Oh, my God. Poops. Poops. Oh, okay. But, I was like, I've read that book. <laughs> but not everybody's poop gets spontaneously combusted underwater. This sounds very much like what we were Wait, doing to bodies what? in the last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> I, Spontaneously combusted underwater. I'm into it. Okay. I'd honestly be I'm like, all fucking ears. I'd be like, you guys come over. Somebody poop, and we can watch what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, around the world, 4.2 billion people, about half the global population, either don't have a modern toilet or use sewage systems that release untreated human waste into the environment. Again, this is very much like the last, like yeah. covering dead bodies in our Heck wastewater. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, in areas where modern this is like day, an environmentally like right? uh, uh, not knowledgeable God, what is the uh, informative aware aware yeah aware, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry no 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 uh, in areas where modern day sewage systems are in use they're not ready for the resource constrained world of the future they mm. require a lot of water older and efficient toilet models can use as much as six gallons per flush good God that is a boatload of water I Damn, feel like. it feels like it like how big is that turd. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that's per flush. What if you got to flush it twice? Jeez. God, break that bad boy up. <laughs> Who? Wait, where's the poop knife? Right, where is the poop <laughs> knife? Oh, man. If you are listening to this and you don't know about the poop, not, poop knife, God. Google it and read the Reddit post. Please. You're welcome. Yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, this is from Fast Company, and it's about a podcast episode that they did called World Changing Ideas is the name of the podcast. Real yeah. quick. Yeah. I don't know why I absolutely love the Fast Company logo. I do, too. I, I don't know what it, because it, it's not like it's like super. It's not anything earth shattering. It's just, it's nice. It's great. Yeah. It is so great. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. No, I do. I it's it's really pleasant. That. Yeah. Also, I freaked out because when I clicked my link earlier, it yeah. didn't load and it said like Fast Company couldn't be found. And I was like, no, but something was just fucked up with uh, my link. Oh, gotcha. I was, gotcha. I was like, I like Fast Company. Yeah. Um, on this week's episode of World Changing Ideas, they talked to Shannon Yee. And <laughs> Yee. <laughs> it's just Y-E-E, but it's funny. Um, he is an, an associate professor at Georgia Institute of Technology and he's working to create a paradigmatic shift in how we think about waste. That's a thousand dollar word. Right. right. That took me a second. <laughs> I want to set it. I wanted to say it like enigmatic. Yeah. But I don't think you would. Hmm. No, honestly, you crushed it I and I totally would have stumbled the fuck over. Yeah, now, it, I'm, so. now I'm questioning it, but I think I got it. Okay. No, it sounded good. <laughs> if his efforts are successful, he may soon join plumber Thomas, Thomas Crapper in the pantheon of important yes. figures yes. in toiletry. <laughs> Uh, there's a joke oh, going crabber. around. I know. Oh, my God. There's a joke going around that if we're successful, people may say you need to go take a ye. Like oh. my last name for when you need to go take a pee. Take a ye. Take a ye. <laughs> um, it's funded by the Gates Foundation Reinvent the Toilet Challenge. Nice. Man, there's something we should do a deeper dive on. God, no shit. 
He's, oh, oh my God. Oh no, no pardon shit. The pun, pardon the pun. Uh, he's leading a team of engineers working to create a waterless super toilet in which the waste is treated on site and no sewer system is required. That's really cool. I feel like there's a lot that could go wrong. I'm not going to lie. Com- completely waterless or like super reduced water? Like, is it waterless with an asterisk? You know, we're like. Gonna, we're going to have to see. Yeah. <laughs> This would make it easier to bring toilets to places that lack them and also solve the water issues in places where they currently exist. Um, Very simply, we're taking infrastructure and we're turning it into an appliance. So no water coming into the toilet and no output sewage. Wow. Plug it in wherever you need a bathroom and it treats your waste. What are you plugging in? (sighs) I think the toilet or your ass. (sighs) Fuck. (laughs) The design is similar to an espresso machine. How? Please don't How? no no How? don't draw parallels between me taking a dump and me drinking like a delicious beverage. Hey man, I heard you like shitty coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the design is similar to an espresso machine, and it runs on electricity. Hmm. Um, Yi's background is not in toilets, but in thermal energy technologies. That's really cool. That is cool. It has a front-end unit, which looks like a regular toilet, and then a rear processing unit where the waste treatment happens. The solids and the liquids are kept separate, and then the... How? And then the poop is subjected to intense heat and pressure. We enter How is the, the bowl, though? I like know, I it, know. The bowl is just always I need, terrible. I need more pictures. Yeah. I need a lot more pictures. Yeah. Have you, did you notice the one photo that they submitted? The bowl, like the lid is closed. It's closed. Yeah. It's closed. It's like, because it's a fucking mess under there. Yeah. Like, oh, anyway, I can't imagine sorry. the smell like that. Yeah. How do you clean it? You I have know, a lot of questions. So, okay. <laughs> I have taken deuces that have laid outside <laughs> of the water and they're terrible. Sure. Sure. Like, sure. I, yeah. like no amount of matches. No. Like. No. Like you got to clean that toilet bowl. Yeah. Like. Mm-mm. Like. <sighs> And no, that wasn't a weird flex, even though <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've taken some fat deuces. <laughs> anyway. The solids and liquids are kept separate, and then the poop is subjected to intense heat and pressure. We enter into this phase of matter known as supercritical fluid, where the feces spontaneously combusts underwater. <gasps> oh, my God! <laughs> We're... Basically turning doo-doo into diamonds. I'm I'm writing a young adult thriller based on this. I'm I'm gonna do it. It's called it's called uh no, The Shitty mind. Depths of the Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Shitty explosion. Oh man. It's a pretty unique way of doing this. We can actually burn feces underwater. Uh the, I, I want this, I want this to needs see to be this. an episode of Rick and Morty or something. Dude, I want to see this in action. Right. They have to have like some kind of like search for him on YouTube and see if anything okay. comes up on it. Yeah, uh, the water from human ur- the water from human urine is purified and used to flush the toilet. Hey, there we go. Okay, so there is still water in the bowl from your own pee. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. That is cool. That's real. What if you're dehydrated? Can't relate. <laughs> well, I, I completely agree, but there's a lot of people that do not stay high. There are. There so. are. Shame on anyway. them. <laughs> Shame on them. <laughs> and the feces is transformed into small, odorless feces cakes, which can be composted or thrown in the trash. <laughs> or used as a party favor. Oh, my God. Hey, do you need a coaster? Here's a feces cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I got a lot Picture of Picture like a cow patty. <laughs> like, I know, right? Oh, my God. Um <clears throat> 
Yi and his team are currently field testing the super toilets in South Africa, India, China, and the U.S. He mm-hmm. hopes that if successful, the design will be able to save millions of dollars for cities. I, I worded that bad. We'll be able to save cities millions of dollars in waste processing and sewage infrastructure costs. Uh, his work is one of many global projects working on solving the sticky problem of human waste. Is it really sticky? I'm totally going to listen to this episode of this podcast. This podcast is called World Changing Ideas, and this was a specific episode from like late October. Uh, do you have a title or a, a, a Pull it up real quick say. Yeah. 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 Make sure. My so I, I, he's got a lot of hits on YouTube. So, yeah? but okay. it looks like it looks like a lot of um, it looks like a lot of podcast stuff, but no like demonstrations. Okay. So. Uh, it's episode one twenty five of World Changing Ideas, and it's called "Dealing with Our Poop: <laughs> How Do We Turn Human Waste into Midnight Gold." It's short. It's only 26 minutes. Midnight Gold. Check that out. It's pretty cool. Is that a show title? Uh, it might be a show Midnight title. Gold. Midnight Gold. Oh, man. That's fucking beautiful. God. Um, I know for a fact that we could come up with better ways to, like, flush our feces. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Honestly, I love the concept that it's like you pee because, okay, how many times do you pee during the day versus how many times do you poo? Oh, yeah. And so if it's collecting sure. all of that urine yeah. to use it to flush, dude. And as your and most roll. hydrated friend, it's impressive how many times a day I pee. Dude, I literally, <laughs> so I had to pause the podcast just now, and I think I peed a half gallon. When I started drinking so. a lot of water, I was like, this is awful. I pee all the time. And I got, I got better. I got, you don't say if you, if you are you new to better. the hydro homie world, yeah. I promise it gets better and you don't have to pee nonstop. I swear. Yeah. Well, like, I think that you, you like kind of actually exercise your bladder. I think so. I think you and get used so to it. you get, yeah. you get better at containing more, Yeah, you know? And I'm not, so. I'm not like holding it. Like, I'm yeah. not like, oh shit, I need to pee. Like, I, yeah. I just don't need to pee <laughs> You much. said, oh shit, I need <laughs> to pee. I need I to take it. a yee. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me pause the, the podcast. I got a yee. So. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Where are we going now? All right, man. Let's talk about, um, we were talking a little bit about uh, some people destroying things, I thought. Maybe. Oh, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about. But I want to talk about this, um, this story out of Kentucky. This is just, uh, and I just want... I'm just going to present it, and I want to get your take on it. Woman's kids destroy her boyfriend's house, pour cement. I'm sorry. This is out of uh, Tennessee. Uh, pour cement down toilet, Tennessee cops say. But it's on Kentucky.com. I see yeah. why you're. Okay. Yeah, okay. sorry. I got you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the, it's actually the Lexington Herald leader. So, I mean, like, hmm. what? Weird to, to. There's three different. They're covering a story in Tennessee. It's from Kentucky.com, but it's referred to as the Lexington Herald Leader. Yeah, because they squatted on Kentucky.com, those bastards. Sons of bitches. (laughs) Uh, A woman's children, quote, destroyed her boyfriend's house by pouring cement down the toilet. I swear I've heard of people pouring cement down a toilet to fuck with like an old landlord or something. Check this shit though. Nailing a door to the roof and (laughs) ripping electrical wire, electrical wires out of the wall, causing up to $200,000 in damage. Dude, how much is your house worth? So, 
Funny you'd ask. I'll get into okay, it great, a little great. bit later on. Okay. Uh, police uh, responded to the Nashville home on June 26th after the man had returned to the property and found it, quote, in complete disarray. The affidavit says the man who was renting the home had left about two months prior after having a, quote, dispute with his girlfriend and her two sons. The girlfriend was later arrested and went to jail, leaving her two sons, one of whom is 19, in the home. Okay. So, we've got a guy, there was some kind of altercation kind of thing, or, I'm sorry, dispute, as they say. Uh, After that, she was arrested, the girl was arrested, and then her two sons were living at the, the home. On June 23rd, the sons called their mother in jail and told her that an eviction notice had been delivered to the house. She told them that she, quote, would have destroyed the house, end quote, before she went away, and her 19-year-old son replied, quote, you're giving us ideas right now, end quote. The <laughs> affidavit says, dude. Three days later, her children had called her again, quote, bragging, end quote, after they'd done what what they'd done to the house, police said. Man. So when the man returned, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Quote, they uh, they talk about dumping the pots onto the driveway. Not a big deal, whatever, assholes. Sure. Destroying the bed frame and appliances. I don't know what that means. Removing walls. I mean, ripping you could, out. You, you could probably like, take a sledgehammer to the fridge or something, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. but I, I don't know. You know, since sure. They don't, okay, you know, they don't. They but don't like, specific. okay, removing walls is pretty fucking. That's drastic. Know, ripping out light fixtures, drastic. pouring concrete down the toilet, and flushing it until the handle breaks. I don't know. Anyway, the affidavit says when the man returned to the home, he also found that the cabinets had been ripped out, and a door was nailed to the roof with the words. Expletive you. I think we can all fucking put that together. Is it maybe shit you? Uh, I think it was hell you. Oh, okay. Damn. Da- wait, damn you actually works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was butt you. <laughs> Dude. B- bitch you. <laughs> bitch you. Uh, spray painted on it, according to the affidavit. Detectives spoke with the 19-year-old's brother, whose age is not specified. He basically said that he didn't, like, do anything. Um, so... A contractor who looked over the damage said the estimated cost to repair the home would be one hundred eighty to two hundred thousand. The affidavit says Jesus. the owner sold the property for seventeen thousand. I'm sure he obviously sold it as is, kind of thing. Okay, okay, but like so completely diminished the property value. I want pictures. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, which this was kind of interesting. The 19-year-old was charged with vandalism between 60 and 250,000. That seems like a big range. That's a very broad. Yeah. So it seems like it'd go like from 50 to 100 and yeah. maybe like 100 to 250 or yeah. something. I don't know, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't do law. <laughs> but uh, I also don't I mean like okay. So this just seems like I don't even know I don't even know how to approach this to be honest with you like I I don't like when people destroy objects it's like dude attack me if you have an issue with me fight me 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this is like the lamest thing ever. It's like somebody keying a car. Yeah. You know, because it's like, I can't defend it. And it's the most like bullshit. Well, you really got me. Yeah. You keyed my car when I wasn't right there. You're just an asshole. And you're a piece of shit asshole it's, it's kind point, of a wimpier you know. way to it's yeah. a supreme wimp yeah i dude. feel like the the message behind this was like well if i can't have this house no one can have it sort of thing but that's yeah and maybe said so. maybe so but i was just like <laughs> i was kind of floored by the amount of damage that they're like oh yeah 100 and what 160 to 200,000 or well, something 180 also the boyfriend is renting the house yeah he doesn't even own He's it. He's renting. Yeah. He doesn't own and it. And that, that was what a lot of comments, they were like, wow, so you literally just effed it up for yeah. this other person that has no and like, skin in the game. Like, they're gonna find out that, it, the boyfriend's gonna find out it was you and press charges. The boyfriend's not gonna have to pay for these damages. No, it was literally just the land. The landlord is, that's it. Yeah. You know. I just so. don't, like, they're kids. They're kids, wow. and they're they're not thinking of like. They're just thinking, Man. well, look at you, Brandon. Get fucked. And it's yeah. like Brandon doesn't own this house. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. man. Anywho, um, let's do let's do one more. Okay. Um, wrap us. Yeah, I'll cover one more crime. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. There's a Florida bodybuilder accused of killing his ex-wife and cremating the body. Interesting word choice, and I want to see how that goes. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, I'm, I feel I'm like if, if I killed someone and just burned their body, that's how it would read. Like I don't have a crematory, crematorium. Crematory. Yeah, I think it's crematorium. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Ian Christopher. But, but yes. Yeah. Like I <laughs> agreed. I, I, mm-mm. <laughs> Like, if, if a civilian burns a body, it's just burning a body. It's, yeah. It's not cremating. Yeah. Uh, Ian Christopher Bonick is the Florida man accused of killing his ex-wife before cremating her body on his property. Yeah, that's not, that's just burning her. Um, <laughs> Katie Samantha Bonick. I'm not laughing 39. at that. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm just, uh, well, <laughs> I'm Kinda. laughing at the bad word choice. <laughs> yeah. This is from heavy.com, which I love, but uh, doesn't, doesn't do the best writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Katie Samantha Bonick, 39, was reported missing on September 30th. This is still pretty new. Uh, detectives with the Hendry County Sheriff's Office said investigators have confirmed that the human remains found on his property were those of Katie. Uh, Heavy does this thing where they do like a five things you need to know sort of like bullet list. Uh, okay. I like it. Um, he argued with his ex-wife on the last night that she was seen alive and he told that to investigators. Dude, you could have just stopped that he's a bodybuilder. Right. Like, okay, dude, it's called roid rage. We have so many fucking like examples of this. Anyway, I'm honestly surprised. I I don't think he, uh, I I think he used a gun. I kind of thought it would be more. I know. I know. Interesting. I I assumed it was more, but it could have still been like roid rage in the sense of mentally. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a witness told police she last saw Katie alive on Thursday, the 29th of September, and the friend had been watching her two children who she shared with this bodybuilder. Uh, the friend said she was babysitting the two children while Katie went to Ian's house to pick up some personal belongings, and she dropped off the kids around 9 p.m. That was the last time she was seen alive, according to the police report. She never returned what? to pick up the kids. Uh, the friend called. 
Also, like, I'm going to my ex-husband's house. We don't have a great relationship and you don't come back. It's pretty clear where where she went. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The friend called the sheriff's office the next morning and told deputies she was concerned for Katie's safety. According to deputies, other friends and family members reported they had not heard from her either and that she was not answering her cell phone. Deputies went to his house, but no one answered the door. The federal complaint says law enforcement found her vehicle in the driveway. Her purse was inside the vehicle. Deputies left the property for a short time, and when they returned, her vehicle had been moved to the street. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure she moved it. Yeah, yeah. Right? She's not here. She's parked in the street. I don't know where yeah. she's at. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Why would you fool with? Okay. <laughs> no. Maybe dude, he just this, needed to get his car out. This she guy, was parked behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She, he's like, damn it. She I got to run. She parked on the left side of the driveway. Yeah. Son of a bitch. God. Look at that gun. Yeah. With a big well, ass an oil, An oil filter silencer i don't know what that means so they literally so you can fit i mean you can fit guns with oil filters on the end that it will help silence a yeah firearm okay kind of okay. thing huh. and so that's what uh which i'm trying to figure out what kind of an oil filter that is because it's huge this is oil filter but. type silencer true true um weird okay um he admitted that that wait i skipped something um the sheriffs went and got a search warrant they searched the house um they found a large number of steroids inside the house and he admitted those belonged to him ding 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 ding. (laughs) who saw that coming (laughs) my gosh what this beefcake on steroids so they arrested him right then and charged him with 13 counts of possession of a controlled substance without a prescription he was booked into the jail um he waived his Miranda rights and agreed to speak with the investigators. What a... Okay. <laughs> this guy's not the brightest. No. <laughs> he said she had called him about needing gasoline for her vehicle. He admitted she had been at his house and that they had argued about another woman. Y'all are divorced. I don't know. Who cares? Dude, what is happening? <laughs> Ian said he went to bed because he did not want to argue and claimed Katie was gone by the time he woke up and that he had moved her vehicle off his property. Damn, he's 6'3". He's a big dude. That's a very large guy. 250? Yeah. Ugh. And his beard is fucked. <laughs> Do you look at this photo? I Why is it the, so lopsided? The top one. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Jeez. What, do you only shave the left side of your, like, neck? What's going on, guy? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Does it list his weight? Two, oh, you said 250, yeah. okay. God, just pure muscle, too. That's, that, yeah, well, I mean, pure it, roids. It, yeah, yeah I mean, he looks like an absolute beefcake. Yeah, man. Uh, blood and evidence of a physical struggle. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> blood and evidence of a physical struggle were found inside the house and in his vehicle. Um... Pretty, it seems pretty cut and dry. Yeah, right? Uh, they found, they used luminol inside the trunk of his vehicle. I can't believe he doesn't drive a truck. Um, what does he drive? I don't know, but if he has a trunk, it's not oh, a truck. that's a good point. That's yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they found evidence of a physical struggle in the hallway between they the garage found, and the They foyer. found that it is two-door Civic. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's kidding. why he's so angry. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah. This guy, like, this would be like a fucking gorilla driving, like, a fucking smart car. <laughs> like, come on. Did I ever tell you I have a friend that's six foot eight and he drives a Yaris? You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. It rules. It rules. Cut. Wait. Did he just have to remove the seat and he just sits in the I back seat? I don't know seat? how he does it, but it's the six, funniest eight? thing. Six, eight. He's huge. He's so tall. He's so tall. It's insane. And it's a Yaris? It's a Yaris. He calls it the mighty Yar. 
<laughs> I love He's it. He's the best guy. That's amazing. Um, Debbie just found evidence of a struggle. They found, he said any blood inside his vehicle was due to groceries that he had transported. <laughs> You're so dumb. What, groceries? Wait, what? Yeah, I went and picked up some groceries. I got some milk. I got a gallon of blood. What are you talking about? <laughs> some apples. You know, just the usual uh, groceries know, everybody gets. Not a big deal. Not and there was deal. no pro- there was no blood in the house. Yeah. Yes, there was, man. We found it. The mirror was broken because I bumped into it. Bro, you're so dumb. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. If a 6'3", 250 dude bumps into a mirror, it's probably going to break. <laughs> so. Oh, he also disputed the idea that she was a missing person. And he said that law enforcement, quote, did not have a body. That sounds like a challenge, my man. I know, right? So then the remains of her body, as well as her wedding and engagement rings, were found on his property. <laughs> Surprise. Dude, time out. <laughs> this... <laughs> you don't this have a guy body. Is an we, idiot. we actually do. It's yeah. right here yeah. on your property. We have so much evidence. It's like honestly, we had less evidence to convict like fucking Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Dahmer That's right weird. now. That's weird. Okay, yeah. That makes sense okay. that we both went to it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> they found human remains on his property the day that they arrested him. <laughs> the remains Jeez. were identified as belonging to her. Um, it claims she had been wearing her wedding band and engagement ring when she left her friend's house. Both rings were discovered inside a safe at his house. Can you imagine killing someone and being like, well, I'm keeping these rings. They're worth something. God, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and stop you. Can you imagine well, killing yeah, someone? No, 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 I can't. On occasion I can, <laughs> I won't act on it, but I, I've, I've had thoughts. Keep it, keep it in the imagination. Yeah, place, I have, I have so, so okay. far. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, from the federal complaint, law enforcement's discovered the fragment of a human mandible with an intact tooth in a fresh burn pile and discovered a blue 50 gallon barrel near the burn pile, which reeked of decaying flesh. Ugh. Inside the blue 50-gallon barrel, law enforcement discovered an additional human bone fragment. Law enforcement discovered other suspected human bone fragments in the area surrounding the burn pile. Okay, got a question. Uh Uh-huh. You see this TMZ sports photo? uh, Oh, I just got to it, yeah. Um, Her picture's filtered to hell. Okay. Like, it's like airbrush. So that's fake hair. Like, I mean, that's not her natural hair color. Likely not, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I like it, just looks too clean. It's it's and it looks like blonde. Yeah, yeah, and it it totally looks like roots in the back, almost like it could just be a shadow. Huh. I can't tell. Okay. I'd say her hair color naturally is pretty light because she's got light eyes and light eyebrows. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. You can wear contacts, but and yeah, you bleach your brows. So who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely airbrushed all the shit. She's really pretty though. She is pretty. Um, so now he's also got charges after all the charges for the roids. Uh, first degree premeditated murder, destruction or concealment of physical evidence, use of two-way communication device to facilitate a felony. That's so strange. That's so specific. Oh, there's a charge called cremate dead body 48 hours after death. Huh. What? And failure to report death to a medical examiner. <laughs> and he's pleading not guilty. I didn't do it. I don't know how that body got there. How'd her car get moved? I don't know how her rings got in my safe. How'd her rings get in your safe? Uh, who, ah. Who's to say? Oh, God. 
It just he just runs away. Um, she had filed for a restraining order against her ex husband on behalf of one of their children shortly before her death. God, that's sad. Yeah. Um, there's some domestic violence stuff. He was angry that she had filed for and received a domestic violence injunction against him. He told investigators that. Well, let's hear your side of it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, <laughs> you killed her, bro. Dude, you how know do you this think? This dude, what a fucking, yeah. How do you, like, oh, well, I don't know how those remains got there or those rings got there, but I was angry at her. Yeah. Yeah, I was angry at her. I was really angry. I was very perturbed. My man, I'm begging you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what like, are honestly, you doing? He just, he just needs to stop. Oh period. Uh, he was arrested in November of 21 for domestic battery by strangulation. Jesus. They split in late 21 and she requested counseling for him. Wait, that was not, not by her, excuse me, not by her though, for the November case. Uh, you said strangulation or whatever. Um, was that, I'm. Well, it's domestic battery, so I would imagine that maybe it was. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, God, ladies. So you've got ladies or men out there. She left him, but I mean, why would you go to his house alone? Shit. I'm telling you, like, uh, it's so sad. We are not victim blaming. We're just like, please look out for yourselves. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, God, people, like, Mm. if if you. There's a reason that everybody's like, oh, I had this gut feeling. Yeah. Go with your gut. Like, seriously. Like, it seems like she left him shortly after and probably quite because of the strangulation charge. Yeah. Which Good is, for her for leaving, but yes. don't go back alone. Shit. Um, she filed an emergency Jesus. motion this September for custody of their two children and uh, she wanted the court to require him to receive treatment, intervention, and or counseling. Man. Man. That's just, that's Man, just super sad. If you, if you think a guy's fucking dangerous, avoid him like the plague. Yes. Oh, God, I feel so bad for this girl. Mm. Man, that was not a good way to end an episode. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I should have ended on the girl like giving birth to all the cats Damn it. son of a bitch do you have anything else fun uh, no <laughs> yeah i was looking uh no not really because the the person that was like hitting golf balls into the that's just like there's not a whole lot to it <laughs> it's just an idiot doing stupid things you know wait i'm i'm intrigued to hear what what silly question he's forcing the national park service to ask so maybe let's cover it a little bit okay okay uh, I'll, I'll we'll dip our toes in go go in there charges pending as influencer hits golf ball and loses driver into grand canyon forcing national park service to ask silly question oh boy so the silly actually we'll i'll just talk about it a little bit yeah then I can then I can uh, use our uh, TikTok uh, tag uh, when I post the full episode. So, <laughs> so this silly goofball uh, decided to hit a golf ball into the Grand Canyon, <clears throat> and when she did it, literally, it looks like the handle broke. Like I watched the video, yeah, and so the. 
golf club ended up in the Grand Canyon also. So they're literally saying this was the post from the Grand Canyon National Park, uh, whatever Facebook account. Sure. Do we really need to say, quote, don't hit golf balls into the Grand Canyon? (laughs) On October. Yes, yes, you do. You have to say it. On October 26th. An individual posted a video to her personal TikTok page showing her hitting a golf ball and throwing a golf club into the Grand Canyon near Mather Point. Members of the public uh, helped identify the individual's social media account. On October 27th, Grand Canyon law enforcement identified, located, and contacted the individual responding, or I'm sorry, responsible for the uh, incident. Charges and a court appearance for the individual are pending. Throwing objects over the rim of the canyon is not only illegal, but also it endangers hikers and wildlife who may be below. God. Like, dude, the fact that people have to say this. Yeah, it's pitiful. It's like, dude, people are below you because it's the fucking Grand Canyon. And like hell, do you want it? Do you want to be the reason that a fucking endangered squirrel, like they are completely uh, extinct because your fucking golf ball that you thought would be funny for your fucking a hundred TikTok followers? God, like get out of here, dude! This is just stupid. Social media is a fucking cancer. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got for this. There's a lot of good stuff on TikTok, and then there's a lot of just bastards. But, well, it's just, it's, dude, it's the internet in general. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, like, dude, we cover a lot of fun stuff sure. that is like, sure. it's really cool. Yeah. And then you've just got these fucking douchebags that it's like, oh, I got to get my clicks. Smash that subscribe button <laughs> while I finger my butthole or whatever. Like, you know comment, what I mean? and like, subscribe. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. get out of here. Like, yeah. come on. Use the internet for, you know, make the internet good again. <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> we should fuck. make hats of that. Right. My God. Anywho, I'm glancing at the time and we're at i don't know about an hour and a half i think we've done it so we're gonna do it just in case larry forgot you're not here (laughs) so uh anywho uh we hope you guys enjoyed this fucking just incredible episode of the tether radio podcast um i'm gonna go ahead and throw on my Where's Waldo outfit? Because I like to do that and then hide in the same room that we record. And then I say, Allie, find me. And dude, she struggles sometimes. It's hard. It's hard. Well, it's because the room has Waldo wallpaper, which is strange. Waldo wallpaper. Strange. Waldo paper. Waldo paper. God, did we just do it? Shit. Right there at the end? Right at the end. Waldo paper. Keep them guessing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, God. I just used two peas for paper um anywho let us know what you guys thought about episode 225 of the tether radio podcast uh we hope you guys enjoyed it and if you didn't i'm sorry but <laughs> I was about uh to say fuck off then i'm like no actually I, I would like for you to like it i know just let us know how we can let us know how we can improve friends <laughs> um 
So let us know what you guys thought about it. You can send all of that to tetherradio at gmail.com. That is T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. We are on, uh, my God, Musk's, Musk's uh, Twitter sphere. I mean, do you really think that much is going to change? He fired half the employees. Well, do you really think that much is going to change? Because no. he can't fire the users. I don't know. Let's see. We'll see. <laughs> Better get so, your shit posting in while you can. Dude, hey, post. Post it when the posting's good. Uh, at Tether underscore radio on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we've got our Facebook, Tether Radio, one word. That's our like page for our official page. And then we have the unofficial slash totally official Tether Radio After Dark Facebook group. It's where all of the shenanigans happen that you really want to be a part of. I promise. 100% you want to be there. Period. Uh, Tether Radio After Dark Facebook group. We've got Read With Tether. That is our book club Facebook group. We are uh, working through Dark Dark Matter Matter. by Blake Crouch. Yes. Do you want to... Do you have anything pulled up? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, Andy Weir does the introduction. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. He wrote The Martian, and he wrote Project Hail Mary, which we all fucking loved. Yeah, that was a fun read. Um, There's a really long synopsis, but then there's a blurb at the end. I'm just going to read that part. Dark Matter is a brilliantly plotted tale that is at once sweeping and intimate, mind-bendingly strange, and profoundly human. A relentlessly surprising sci-fi thriller about choices, paths not taken, and how far we'll go to claim the lives we dream of. It's really cool. Damn, kind of nebulous, but I love it. It's kind of nebulous, and I feel uh, the the longer thing gets more in. Like it's like, oh, this guy's name. He's no, in yeah. Chicago, but yeah, um, I agree with you. It's cool, and yeah. uh, I, this kind of reminds me of Fight Club a little. A masked abductor knocks him unconscious, but right before that, he says, "Are you happy with your life?" Remember the scene yeah. with, the, with the guy at the gas station? Oh, I love that. Doesn't it feel like that? He's like, oh, it's a, a letter apartment. Yeah. That means it's in the basement yeah. or whatever. Uh, Raymond K. What Hessel. did you want to be, Raymond? A veterinarian. <laughs> like, oh, man, we've seen that movie too many times. Oh, my God. God. I need to rewatch that I movie. Know. No, but for real, um, I read Dark Matter years ago, loved it, and it Feels? You just gave me chills. I like know. literally you said that I and know. I was like, Ugh. oh my God. But anyway. um it's it's really cool. And um it it feels a lot like recursion, which is great because we all loved recursion. It's great. It was so, fantastic. It's again, it's it's sci-fi, but it's like just when you think it's getting a little too deep and you're not smart enough for it, it reels it back in and you're fine. Nice. <laughs> so very right. much like recursion in that sense too. Yeah. But uh, that's Dark Matter by Blake Crouch, and we're thinking we're going to talk about it on December 19th. I think think. the 19th. I think think the 19th. Don't hold us to that. We will uh, (laughs) confirm dates on a later podcast. Wait, the 19th's a Monday. Okay, that's wrong. It's the 21st. Okay, Okay. we're thinking maybe the 21st. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But but yeah, we will will let you guys know, and... uh, the other thing, if you want to go above and beyond, read Recursion oh, by man. Blake Crouch because it is fucking fantastic. It's like, so good. It I, is very good. Recursion ends in a way that I immediately want to start it again right there from the first. Yeah. 
And also, it, it was so good. I really might get like the very last few words of recursion as a tattoo at some point because it like it just cuts off mid sentence and it's perfect. Oh, I don't even remember. I'll tell you up when okay. we hang up. When right. we hang up. Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. So uh, that's our read with tether stuff. Uh, the tether radio newsletter Allie puts out every Monday. It is a fantastic thing that goes right along with the full episode. She has all of our show notes in it. Um, along with things that she's aggregated over the course of the week, half week, month, yeah. I don't know. Um, but she does a fantastic job with it. You can go to tetherradio.substack.com and sign up for it. It'll come to your inbox, and it is so convenient. Or you can just check out, like, whatever. Uh, go to that URL, and you can, you can check out uh, the current uh, newsletter and all of our previous newsletters. So... It's fantastic. Uh, we've got Tether Radio Untethered. We will not have one this week because of uh, scheduling conflicts and all that <laughs> jazz. But I'd say we'll be back in the saddle next week. So, yeah. um, Man, I think that's all I got. Allie, you got anything to add? I think we've done it. All right. Well, this has been episode 225 of the Tether Radio podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Allie. And we thank you so much for lending us your ear for roughly, I don't know, about an hour and 40 minutes-ish. We hope you guys have a fan-fucking-tastic week. Uh, Be sure to check out the next full episode on the following Monday. And guess what? Until then, take it easy, friendos. Bye!